yes people, it's that time of year again. No, not Christmas, not Easter, Mm-mm, not Kwanzaa or even Ramadan. It's even better than that. It's yesticles time. Whoop, whoop. Yes, it's our little spot of mini ep- <laughs> Should I know why I'm laughing? Thank you for that. I'll say it again. It's our little spurt, spurt, or spurt of mini episodes after the main season is finished so that neither of us nor you, dear listener, get some withdrawal symptoms as we wait for the next season of the Yeskals. We like to call these mini episodes Yesticles, mostly because it sounds kind of naughty, but also because it sounds a bit like a listicle or something small, short and sweet, like a teaser for what's to come. These episodes come in between seasons of the Eskals and might be to look back on the season or episode just gone, give some additional background on the podcast or on some of the things that we or you have been saying yes to. And today we're looking back on season three. Now that you've said yes to doing, being and learning for six new episodes or six old ones right now, <laughs> we can get down and dirty. I think you like this word, down and dirty. Yeah. For this ones, right? The yesticles. Okay. And uh, so we're getting down and dirty uh, with what has had a long-term impact on our lives. So which challenge, which episode, and what we found particularly meaningful, fun, or just downright disastrous. So let's get on with it, my fellow yes, Galakumu. Yeah. Let's do it. So for those of you who might have forgotten, including us, here is the rundown of what we said yes to in season three. And also a reminder that each episode we both said yes to the same new challenge, but sometimes with different specific approaches or end goals. We had an expert in each episode and we had the no girl walking alongside us the whole time, shaking her head at us and pushing us to always do better, ask more questions and just be better versions of the yes girls. We might hear more from her directly in a future yes to go. I can't wait. But first up, we got our funny bones on for saying yes to doing stand up comedy with guest expert Brian Onjoro, founder of Nairobi Comedy Club. And then we counted our blessings and figured out how to get so much more by saying yes to learning how to manage our money with Lydia Andrews of Holborn Assets and Love Yourself Financially. Next up, we got all our ducks in a row by saying yes to being organized with Tony Crow of Tony Crow Leadership Coaching. And that was followed by saying yes to learning sound production with musician and sound engineer and our own uh, theme music uh, uh, composer, Ped O'Brien. We then said yes to being activists with the one and only Boniface Mwangi. And finally, we brought music and beats in some sort of order to some unsuspecting yes by saying yes to doing DJing with our final guest as expert for the series, uh, radio presenter and podcaster Andy Young, a.k.a. Candy Andy. No, you got to say it properly. Candy Andy. Candy Andy. So that's two being, two learning and two doing episodes. What was the question again? Uh, there was no question. Oh. That was just a terrible <laughs> mini quote of Hamlet. <laughs> or misquote. What? What did I say? I, I actually did a misquote of the word misquote. <laughs> <laughs> you are so meta. I know. The question should be to be a yes sayer or not a yes sayer. That is oh. the question. Oh, yes. And by golly, we certainly said yes this season. So now we can take a look back and see 
with the benefit of hindsight, what we got out of the season and how we're going to maybe take that forward into future seasons. Let's go for a quick fire question round. Claire, which one was your favorite episode and why? Episode of Challenge. Um, favorite. So I loved the finale of the comedy one because it was so fun okay. getting everyone in the same, ah, yeah, the, in the yeah, same the, room okay. around a table, getting lots of different people from different parts of our lives mm-hmm. um, and the finale. But I, and the episode I think was great. So I'd say that was probably my favorite episode, but it was not my favorite challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was your favorite challenge? Um, hmm, my favorite challenge, hmm, I would say maybe the financial one. Strange. Yeah. Why? Well, because like, <laughs> firstly, I think it's such a key skill uh-huh. and it was just, I enjoyed that we had such different backgrounds and approaches uh-huh. and okay, I'm not going to say it changed my life more than the others. That's why I'm wondering. <laughs> no, but it, it just, it made me see things in a different light. Ah, that uh, it's like you were boxed into this way of thinking yeah. and you didn't know there were other ways of thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it, it, it pushed me out of my comfort zone and it, mm. it just, it gave me a completely new perspective in certain ways. And it came at a good time. You know, sometimes these challenges just come at perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but honestly, this season, I just loved every episode. I don't think there's an episode where, where I found it Gun you know, possible. Top three. Those, those two <laughs> and then... The um, uh, the activism one, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. The the but like the run up to it and the anticipation of that one, yeah. Ah, no, I just loved all of them. Stop it. Oh, we are so you. different. <laughs> Those are my <laughs> least favorite ones. So tell me. Okay, which... comedy is is up, but the other two you mentioned are like my, you know, minimum, like fifth, sixth, fifth and sixth. Mm. I think my best episode. How did you differentiate episode and challenge? They were the same thing. Oh, because the episode is in the res- the outcome maybe of it, like ah, some okay. part how of the episode, how it came together or the expert, I don't know. And then the challenge itself was the personal, like, you know, the preparation, the actual learning. Because the comedy one, Yeah, comedy really for me was definitely the best challenge. Yeah. <laughs> because it was fun to execute, to study, to research, everything was fun. Mm. Um, and I overdid it. I, I went overboard. Um, I think, of course, my master's financial <laughs> and uh, activism because I feel like I didn't achieve much, mm. right? And they're also challenging for me because, uh, of course, you always hate something that you are failing at. And I think I failed in both, kind of. Yes, they challenged me, but I feel like I didn't. Uh, there wasn't much I could give to both of them. You understand? Mm. Yeah. And that's where sometimes we we maybe do ourselves a disservice because the ones where we really where we can eat quite easily get a quick win, right? We, we both like quick wins. But I think exactly. I'm even worse. I'm even worse at that than you. Like if I can just do something like funny and take a good photo of it in 10 minutes, I'll do it. Uh-huh. But then like preparing a comedy script and spending days over it, I'll, I'll just get it over and done with quickly. And the result shows. Yeah. Um, so I think you're more patient than me. Only, only in, when it comes to writing and creating something, that, mm. that, that's why that worked for me. Because first of all, comedy is funny, like random comedy, but also it's something I want to do. I want to be a writer, and I want to I work in on content. So it was kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's something I already love. So that was just easy, easy for me to do. It was fun. Um, I think the middle, maybe the second one. Do I have a second one? Jesus, sound production, DJing. 
definitely i think sound production was second Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was also creating, working on something, yeah, conceptualizing, something technical as well. You're yes. good at, and then tech, con- uh, you know, coming up with a concept, mm-hmm. then bringing it to life. I think those, those are my those things I just do, you know. I think effortlessly or just enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah. they come actually to you. There's an episode. I'm just there's something I'm we're forgetting. We've said activism, <laughs> sound production, organized DJing. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the one that, you know, the ETC. Okay. <laughs> For me, it was kind of, yeah. I, I think That it was stands, one that you also struggled with. Yes, I also struggled. So it stands yeah. right before the other challenging ones. Yeah. yeah. I think you struggle more with the being ones than I do. And I struggle more I've with the learning with ones. All the being. Starting yeah. with being positive, which is still my absolute worst being vegan with two carrots and a cup of tea actually that, that was that was funnish that was mo- probably the most fun being for me ah. because it, it was it was not like introspective you understand okay yeah it wasn't questioning your very being i know like you just you're we should thinking yeah your, we shouldn't your... call it a being challenge we should call it a questioning your very being challenge and your your your, your reality you know yeah, yeah. season two what was the being uh, season two being online. Was, ah, that was fine. Online tour guide. Yeah, online tour fine. guide and etc. Um, what? <laughs> if we forget we a challenge, it did memories. not change our lives. <laughs> it could have done. We just can't remember. But they're the ones we taught each other. Remember, being an artist, no. Mm-mm. Pole dancer. That was doing. <laughs> that was doing. It wasn't being a pole dancer. What was the other one? Then? We'll we'll remember it later. Oh, but now I want to ask you, what was the most surprising episode for you? Episode or challenge? Um, Either. You can even do both. Either or both. I think uh, it's, I don't think there's a surprising, as you can see, like I enjoyed things that are just natural and I didn't like the things that challenged me. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing that surprised me Mm. um, as such. Okay. Uh, Not mind blowing. I mean, sound production was interesting because it was, it was a different dimension of creativity. Uh, So I'd say that Mm. everything else was shocker i wasn't shocked by the my 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 struggle or my interest mm-hmm. yeah mm. the other being one was self-help <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate was in being. easy breezy for no, me because for it's you, natural yeah, you were the expert no i was the one who had to challenge myself yeah um so for you surprising the most surprising one was hmm maybe the comedy one because I was bad at it. I was pretty no, bad at it. you were not bad. I found myself. I was not proud of myself at the end of that one. What were your expectations? I don't know. I thought. <laughs> I don't know. I just. Okay. I was nervous about that one. I was nervous about most of them. Mm-hmm. But I thought that one would be. Would feel more natural than it did. But I think because you're scripting. And like we said in that episode. Like mm. on a day to day basis. You know, if we're, if we're going around, you know, just talking to people, meeting with people, I'll probably make people laugh more than yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. But it's not because <laughs> I'm funny. It's just because I say things that I think are funny and people politely laugh. So how I think can, that's the problem. So but how, if I'm on stage doing a stand-up comedy, they're not just going to politely uh, laugh. I think you overthought you overthought it then, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because I for me, I saw it as an extension of my not normal humor. Mm-hmm. So I just, I was just extending the degree mm. of it but i think you you separated it into different dimensions and that's why you overthought yeah, it yeah yeah i overthought yeah. it but then i underworked it 
and I, I actually just like I said I just kind of whacked it out right yeah. in like 10 minutes I just wrote it and yeah. then didn't look at it again until the day we ah. had to perform but I think also I think it's because maybe you haven't also maybe that's what I do I overthink everything so for me even even every day a joke I'll make honest to god i'll think about it and see okay this is how this is why that thing was funny mm-hmm. like i would overthink even something that made people laugh yeah so maybe you it's too natural you've never looked behind the the curtain yeah yeah so that's why it was hard for you to connect the two mm. yeah yeah and then also i think it's the um, yeah the context of it right when you're up, standing up in front of people like I, I i enjoy public speaking but stand-up comedy is not public speaking it's very different so anyway that's that's surprising she's very funny people she's she's, <laughs> she's a funny person she just she separated the two things yeah well, I mean, Brian gave me a good a good rating. So I was happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to ask because everyone does. How how do you balance the challenges of your daily life? Um, and uh, for everyone who who wants to know, Claire also uh, handles her you know household perfectly. As in, she's the kind of person who can handle a million things all at the same time and and be perfect at all of them. Uh huh. So how how does that how do you handle the challenges in your daily life and how does that add to your life or take away from it? Yeah. I think it provides a structure that I wouldn't normally have. Mm-hmm. Um whilst so it's like adding a routine mm-hmm. which changes from one week to the next. Right? So if we're doing a set if we you know doing a certain challenge for a week then every evening i'll set aside an hour or half an hour to work on sound production because claire loves lists and planning oh i love lists. before this oh. episode she was planning for next week and i'm just like i have no idea what i'm doing next week well excuse me what about all that being organized stuff we did with tony did you not but i don't i, I don't like mine was daily focusing on goals mine was not like you know planning ahead i i, I honestly don't plan a week ahead i just have okay. them i like to wake up monday morning knowing what's what i need to do so you just but like i won't planning. wake up and be like oh my god i have this coming today and i completely forgot ah uh, no for me i i have them somewhere in my head i just don't write them down on paper yeah i couldn't i couldn't survive i have to write everything down so that that really helps okay i will have three four different lists going at any one time for all different things uh, sometimes you have to be careful not to mix the lists. <laughs> like I left my shopping list open at work the other day. <laughs> People probably didn't want to see like tampons and minced meat written on my <laughs> on my notebook, but that's what they got. Um, yeah, so that's how I think. So that I think that helps you balance so many things because you just naturally a planner. Yes, planning yeah. in advance I think yeah. is crucial yeah. for, for for managing different things. But also, uh, and I was discussing this with some colleagues yesterday, I'm a bit obsessed with always doing. Ironically, the you know the slogan for our podcast is "Doing, Being, Learning" because there's a huge difference between doing mm-hmm. and being. I'm very bad at being right, just sitting and doing nothing. Even watching mm-hmm. a movie, I'll also be like thinking oh man i need to respond to that email please don't tell me you're the kind of people who have to pause and go back because you're doing something else no 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 i'll just focus on two things at once damn i need to be doing like minimum one thing if not two things at the same time so you just can't focus on a movie Mm, it has to be really good you don't take and i have to disconnect i have to disconnect bridget on actually even we've started rewatch we'll get into that later (laughs) Um, but um yeah I, I i'm obsessed with always with doing right Things, i can't just uh, be so i think that's why this the, having these challenges always there not always you know we take breaks mm-hmm. that helps me 
it helps me stay stimulated. I don't like the word busy, right? When people say, oh, I'm so busy. We say it like it's a bad thing, but it's also a way to justify making mistakes or not calling someone back. Mm-hmm. I never say busy. I always say I'm stimulated and that's a good thing. But my I question like is now, if, if if you're doing something else while watching a movie, no, if you have like two challenges or one challenge happening, are you like doing a challenge and doing the other thing and watching the movie? Because now you have more things to do. And sometimes it means that I well I lean into the fact that I'm not a perfectionist remember mm-hmm. that I'm mm-hmm. not a perfectionist I'm not attentive to detail in a in in like a really major way mm-hmm. so you know the two are linked right Interesting. if I was a perfectionist I couldn't do three things at once I cannot I, I I'm just yeah. And I'm, I'm not always I'm too doing, much of a perfectionist. I'm not always doing three things at once. Okay, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like I like having that. So yeah, the same question right back at you. Uh I honestly don't balance shit. <laughs> There's, there's no balance. Like the CISO is never straight. There's always something, there's always an um, opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's why, that's why I like remote working because even as a remote worker, if today the opportunity cost was big uh, with a task that I didn't do today, then I can reorganize my nighttime, my weekend. Like that's why I like flexibility because there's no day that I do everything the same way. Yeah, that's my that, that's my thing. So I think even with the challenges, um, it will take away maybe you know my sketching time, or it will take away my drawing time. It will take away my Netflix binge watching time. So there's always no. something losing. Yeah, it's it's never balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, but that you thrive off that, like it's or it's, not, or it's just really the way thrive. you work. I have tried to be different and I just realized I can't force myself to be something that I'm not. Mm. Because now it stresses me out trying to do everything the same way. You know, even keeping a routine is really hard for Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. So I think I stick to the basics and everything else I can see so, I'll see so. Yeah. That's giving me an idea for a future challenge. But anyway, um, (laughs) so I have a question just for you. So you can't throw it back at me. What is your favorite part of managing the Yes Girls social media? Because in case you didn't know, it's primarily... No, you shouldn't have given the the secret away. It's primarily... I'm not saying who else or what Primarily like like 60, 40. It's primarily Akumu behind the Yes Girls social media. It's it's your forte. It's your forte and it's your domain of expertise. But now now I feel like they know. I like being anonymous. (laughs) Oh, so favorite part of that? No way. We just tell people not to listen to this Yes Dickle. <laughs> uh, I think the favorite part is just uh, I don't know I I I think this week I realized because I'm watching a lot of the um, there's a there's a show I'm watching um, on YouTube about you know tropes that the people use on TVs and movies and and the kind of personas celebrities choose to take on and I just thought of us to like what persona are we putting out there and that's primarily our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I think so the fun part is that without even forging a persona and having a PR agent telling us this is what you should do, uh, we've kind of found uh, a trope to use, kind of like a thing where we are making fun of ourselves and, you know, sometimes we are posting, you know, pictures that are not perfect, you understand? So um, that I like because we are breaking a lot of social media rules, especially in Kenya, mm-hmm. um, where it's not just social media, but it's, you know, anyone on social media is trying to be perfect. Mm. And I like that we're breaking those rules. Yeah. So that's, that's my best. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. That warms my cockles. <laughs> what is cockles? 
I don't know. It just sounds good. <laughs> it sounds not PG-13. <sighs> just take everything I say and you twist it. <laughs> Go on. Ask me a question. Okay. Um, hmm. Claire, so you do most of the scripting and planning of our timings, workings with editors, um, working with partners, working with most of the speakers as well. I, I I let Claire do most of the, you know, the things that need planning and organization. That's clear. <laughs> so is there anything you want to share about that, like that experience and, you know, just managing all those moving parts? Mm. Well, for the scripting, it's ironic because, well, the timestamps maybe, because it's the opposite of, <laughs> of what I thrive on. Like, <laughs> just, just, you know, define, like, okay, I, I have to spend... I would say probably an hour for every episode, right? Listening to the whole thing, pausing it whenever there's something we need to cut out or when we need to say, this is where, you know, we need to put the music in. Yeah. Um, this is where we need to put the audio clip in. And it, it's got to be quite exact. And I do make mistakes and thankfully you pick up on the mistakes. So maybe that's where my lack of perfectionism shines through <laughs> because you you then listen to it. We'll both listen to it before release and I'll be like, yeah, it's fine. Good to go, people. And you'll listen and say, wait, 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 wait. Like there's a clip in here that's from the wrong episode <laughs> and I just hadn't realized. <laughs> so it's an interesting exercise for me to be able to do that. The scripting I love doing um, because sometimes I can, you know, I like, hearing people's god this sounds weird i like hearing people's voices in my head that is crazy. like hearing your voice because you have practice listening to voices in your head right? <laughs> exactly and you are the voice in my head so you know when you're <laughs> scripting and you're imagining it how how it will sound uh -huh. in the same way that when you're preparing something for public speaking it's very different to what you'd write in an article yeah exactly right? yeah they're, they're, it's, it's, it's a different style yeah yeah so so i really do enjoy preparing did you study for this in no. some way no yeah she scripts as if she you know she was in some you know london journal journalist <laughs> london school, school of, of journalism art. yeah you know <laughs> no 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 <laughs> um but it's um yeah i i enjoy the writing side of it i really do enjoy that um and yeah then the the moving parts i mean you know I, I like organizing um mm. and the one of the best bits of the podcast is working with or collaborating with the experts and the partners that we have because yeah. you know because i don't like uh, not like i don't like but you just do it way better i just let it you know even in meetings mm -hmm. i just say okay claire it's your meeting you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're just <laughs> methodical i guess in, uh -huh. in in setting the things up yeah 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 maybe i mean we each have our strengths right so maybe that's one of the of, that's why i'm doing social media something that is exactly. not very methodical it's it's, it's it's but it's still very organized i mean you plan things ahead of time but there's room for flexibility mm. understand? So that's that's why i'm not and and there's no set times for everything understand so yes. that's why you are doing the things with set times and me i'm doing the things yeah that like don't sending have out the calendar times. invitations exactly. getting the <laughs> and then i i do i mean a lot of what i do is also like there's planning and it's also kind of ad-libbing, right? So when you talk to a partner, you don't prepare necessarily for a call with the guest expert, but talking to people who know their field so well is mm -hmm. just such a thrill. Mm -hmm. You know, we had a call yesterday with one of our upcoming season four experts. Da -da -da -da. And, you know, we don't plan the call, but you just present to them the challenge and you think through and then they just say something which makes you think, wow, okay, now I totally get how this challenge is going to stru be structured. Mm. Um, and, and I love that. I think that's one of one of my, yeah, one of my 
my favorite things working with yeah. such great that, that's why we are a perfect match because you like doing yeah. things i would rather not do exactly we... so time stamping i'm not taking it back from you i'm sorry <laughs> keep it <laughs> So, Kumu, what is your main goal? So, let's look forward now, not backwards. Mm-hmm. What's your main goal as a podcaster, especially now that we're embarking on season four? Four. Well, that's more than more than Shadowhunters. Okay, I, I'm always thinking about series. You're TV series. You're obsessed with that series right now, dude. I watched it like in the last two weeks. I'm just obsessed. <laughs> it has so many haters. Okay, okay. I love it. Uh, anyway, don't track. So, um, what's your main goal of the podcast? Main goal, Jesus, that's a big question. I think my main goal is just to uh, be to tell my story in an authentic way. Okay, I know it sounds very generic, but people, uh, that's a cliche that actually is the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to. Uh, my main goal is not to be a podcaster who wants to be someone else. Um, it's someone who just is. Yeah, you're not trying to emulate someone else or yeah. be a version of you that you think people are expecting you to be. Exactly. Okay, mm. yeah. And for yeah. you? That's authentic. Um, God, I'm not going to say anything as deep as that. <laughs> I think I have two kind of conflicting goals. You have drowned <laughs> in my depth. <laughs> Your depth is too deep for me. <laughs> um, so my very superficial goal is kind of two-pronged and almost contradictory is have consistency but also diversity mm-hmm. so i mean you know keep putting episodes out keep put getting new seasons keep getting you know, if it's guest experts doing being learning mm-hmm. whilst also growing in new ways that i don't even know what they look like because yeah. you know in two years who knows what the yes girls will look like exactly um you know, we, we try to have something a little bit different every season. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I I want us to be. I want us to stay consistent but fresh. Yeah, and that's that's what you always remember, actually. Oh, this is on, what is the defining factor for this season? And I'm just like, <laughs> wow, I forgot about that. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. Not the same, <laughs> like the whole not having a routine. Like, I think fa- neither of us are fans of routine. Yeah, right? and I like the fact that it's so flexible. We can do any topic. Yeah. Any experts, any, yeah, so I, sky's the limit, who, who, who knows? I mean, we can even do, you know, how to be a NASA scientist <laughs> and go to NASA. Yeah. Like that, there are no limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are literally no <laughs> limits. So those are all the questions we have for ourselves. How about you go ahead and ask us your questions, dear yes people. As we said, we are all on all the socials and you can shoot any questions our way, whether it's DM or comments, um, and we'll probably try to answer them as 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 as, as, as authentically as possible. As possible. Yes. Not perfectly. Thank you, thank you <laughs> but definitely word. authentically. As authentically as possible. <laughs> yeah, in, our, in, a, in an upcoming episode or season or yes to go. Want to know the easiest way to be a yes boy or girl right now in just a few minutes? It's an easy do, be, learn approach. Let's start with do. And you can do that by simply subscribing to the podcast. So wherever you're listening on Afropods, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, or anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcasts, all you need to do is click subscribe or follow. That way you won't miss the next episode or yesicle and you'll help more people discover the show. 
And now for the B. This one's easy. Be a sharer. Spread the word about this episode or podcast on social media. And don't forget to tag us at at Yeskals Podcast so that we can show you some love and thank you in the best way possible. You can also tag each of us. That's at Akumu Fiona and at Half Baked Claire. And finally, for the learn, what's your biggest takeaway from this episode, this season, or this podcast? Don't keep it to yourself. Spread that learning with others by leaving us a rating on Spotify or better yet, an actual review in a couple of sentences right on the platform where you're listening to us from right now. That's it. A do-be-learn approach you can say yes to in just a couple of minutes after we're done here. Thank you in advance. And if you don't already follow us on the socials, uh, what are you waiting for? That's at Yes Girls Podcast altogether. We are waiting. Yeah, uh, don't worry. We'll wait. Just... Yeah, go into the social right now and go click. On. Yes, follow. Yes. Go on. And Have feel you done f- it? Have done it? it? You oh. haven't? Go back. Go back and do it. <laughs> click, 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 follow. Yeah. And feel free to stalk us uh, huh? for behind. Yes, yeah, stalk us all you want for behind the scenes footage, resources, and images of what you get up to, videos and images of what you get up to when you're doing being and learning. And we invite you to slide into our DMs or comment on what you like and what you want more of, what we should say yes to, or how you might want to get involved through sponsorship or collaborations. Once again, that's at Yes Girls Podcasts. Thank you to everyone who was involved in this season in whatever big or smaller way. This time we'll do things a bit differently. Instead of thanking our producers, designers, etc., we want to do some specific thank yous. Yes, thank you to our t-shirt and hoodies printer. Yeah, the awesome t-shirts and hoodies yeah. that we are, you know, shaking our chest for. Uh, thank you, James, from Craydon Multimedia. Thank you to Cynthia Aliwa for making our first anniversary cake, which I got to eat all on my own because Akuma was out of town. Calories. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks to Snowball Industries. Okay, first, Snowball the dog. The dog. Um, That's the namesake of where we record this podcast. Um, Yeah, and the recording studio was named after the cute little dog. Not little, sorry. Cute, big dog why don't you just stick to the script always around and being so cuddly and warm and just you know mysterious <laughs> thanks to afripods the podcast platform we are now hosted on and who are doing so much to help grow the podcasting space in africa and to Semabox, the podcasting studio and incubator where we were born as premature babies and who we owe so much to thank you all of you keep saying yes that's it for this yesticle. So see you next time for more episodes or yesticles or tickles from us, <laughs> Claire and Akumu. The, the Yes, yes Girls. girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs>